You're listening to the iFanboy.com special edition podcast for 30 days of night. iFanboy, we got a special podcast for the movie release of uh, 30 Days of Night, which of course was a comic book, so they made me go see it. I'm Josh, <laughs> I'm here with uh, Ron, Hey. and somewhere far away is Connor. Hello. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're pushing through uh, technical difficulties to get Connor on the podcast, so, uh, so yeah. thankful. For some reason, he was just sitting around, all of a sudden all the power went out in his building, you know, and then, then the, the generator went out, and then the lights went I out. I hope there no vampires. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How ironic. <laughs> I'm too young to die. <laughs> All right, so just, so, just, them. so just just to warn everybody, um, we're going to be talking about the uh, 30 Days a Night comic book as well as the movie that recently came out, and we're going to be talking about what happens in it. So if you haven't read the comic or haven't watched the movie and you want to and don't want it spoiled, I'd advise you to pause this and go do that first. There's really only one thing in the movie that we can spoil. Uh, there's a couple of things, but anyway. Um, so just so just a quick refresher. Thirty Days a Night was a, a comic book by Steve Niles, written by Steve Niles, drawn by Ben Templesmith, who's currently doing Fell. Um, it was published by IDW. Uh, what was it like three, four years ago? I think uh, it was more than that. It was. It, uh, I have it right here. Unfortunately, in the dark, I can't read the. the <laughs> it's still light out. Um, I want to add. <laughs> not where I am. 2003. So four You're years in ago. Brooklyn. <laughs> so so four years ago um, it came out and some have said it, it revitalized the horror genre in comics um, it did yeah it, it did. did it was a huge hit um, at, least, at least into the mainstream because it's always been the horror readers yeah exactly and it's actually kind of funny because thinking about this I don't think we've ever really talked about that comic or ever really gave it any kind of attention on our show or, no we haven't yeah so um, um, so Connor you read it um, I read it Josh have you read the comic before or? no Okay, so you went into the movie never reading the comic. That's correct. Uh, interesting. Okay, cool. So, um, so yeah. So, and and the the concept of the comic is is that there's a small town in Alaska, the northern Barrow. What? Barrow. Barrow. It's called. Yes. The sm- I thought you were saying no. I thought you were saying <laughs> hello. I thought we'd lost it. <laughs> um, so, a small town in Alaska, Barrow, Alaska, in the northernmost part of Alaska, where every year the sun goes down and it doesn't come up for another thirty days. Uh, for a whole month, uh, due to the Earth's rotation and the sun and blah blah, blah science. The science. Uh, insert science here. Um, and so the concept is, is that what if vampires came to this town and and just had a feeding frenzy that whole month? And that's about um, it. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant concept. Brilliant, brilliant concept. Unfortunately, personally, the best way I can describe the con- comic book is that it's a great concept. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I was I was telling. The comic book was really light on plot. Well, it wasn't, no, I thought it was pretty depth on plot in terms of establishing characters and establishing setting. It just wrapped up like that. Well, there was nothing at plot, I and mean, what I mean, what I'm plot, I mean, nothing really happened. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, what happened? came, eight people. Yeah, like, what they did was they they brought the, they they established who the people of the town were. They brought the vampires in. They had the conflict of the vampires, you know, kind of taking over. And then they just fast forwarded to the end of the month when the, the people fought back, and uh, you know, 
And it, for me, it left me really flat. Like, I remember reading the comic and, like, getting to the end and thinking, like, that's it? Is this volume one? Like, why? What, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, it's yeah. funny because I was talking to Connor about this very thing last night is that when it came out, like, it was, you know, all the rage, like, oh, wow, what a great idea, blah, blah, blah. And then I realized that I had never heard anything about whether it was any good or not. So I just didn't bother following up. Like, no, like I never heard from anywhere that it was like, oh, you need to read this because it's great. It was just like, isn't that a cool idea? Well, that, that, that's, that's entirely true. I mean, there was, now that I think about it, the reason why I bought it was because there was so much hype in it. It was hyped up in Wizard. It was hyped up on the websites as being like this fantastic new revitalization of the horror genre. And, right. and there was a lot of talk about how it was the best horror book of the year. I mean, it was... There was talk about it being a good book, but the more the more was talked about was the concept. But there was there was some talk about it, which is why I bought it. Yeah, I mean, and, and again, like I said, I think it's a genius concept. And don't and don't get me wrong, the art is beautiful. I mean, it was kind of it kind of set set up Ben Temple Smith as a big name to watch and all that kind of stuff. But the art is great. I love the art. For me, it just the story fell a little flat. Yeah. So, so let's go to the movie. Yeah. So going into the movie, um, initial uh, just the you know. Well, let's talk. Who who uh, who did, do we even know who did this movie? I don't even know who the director is. I want to say David Slade or something like that. That I'll, sounds. I'll look it up. Yeah. Josh Hartnett is the main guy. John Houston, I think, is the main vampire. Was that um, John Houston? Yeah. Wow. I think John. Definitely, he's definitely one of the Houstons. Wow. And that's about it, really, in terms of character. There, the the plot of the movie is very similar to the plot of the book in that here's the town, the vampires come, thirty days later, yep. they it's over. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, There's yeah, not a lot going on going on. David Slade directed it. Uh, Josh Harnett as the main character, Eben. Uh, Melissa George as Eben's wife, Stella. And Danny Houston as Marlo. Danny Houston. I'm sorry, Danny. Yeah. Johnny's probably dead. Um, John Houston, the director? No, yeah. <laughs> John yeah, Houston. That's Danny's father. John I'm Houston. Sorry, That'd be awesome. Um, yeah, no, so I, I thought uh, my initial walking out of it, my, uh, my first comment actually to Connor was um, 30 days a night, more like 30 days a shite. <laughs> you could write headlines. Yeah. Or, or not. No, I mean the thing. The thing is, is that I thought the, the movie. W- I thought it was okay. I thought it. It was very much the movie I would expect from the comic, in that there wasn't a big payoff. Like it, right. you know, I'm actually honestly surprised that they milked two hours out of it. Yeah, it was a little. It, it was a little long in parts. Far too long. Far far too long. Um, it was about a half an hour out of yeah. the middle. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because in the comic, nothing happens. Yeah. So like it's it's you know nothing you know they 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 invented stuff to happen which I understand they got to get conflict and stuff like that but I kind of they did it for the sake of doing it I think. I but wanna, yeah. I want I want to preface all my comments with that I'm not a horror fan. That's probably the other reason I didn't pick up the book. I don't like horror movies. Well, that's the thing. Neither anything. do I too. Not right. I mean I don't like horror. I don't like blood. I don't like all that kind of so stuff. So I but. think that if you were a horror fan, you might like this. Yeah, I guess I don't. I'm, I don't see. I don't want to say it's a bad movie because I don't think it was bad. I don't think it was good. And it just sort of was. Um, I do think that one thing you talk. I think the pacing was greatly off because what happens is it's called Thirty Days of Night. Okay, it's it's thirty days. The first half of the movie is basically the first day. Yep. And then all of a sudden, this is sort of what you're saying is all of a sudden you've skipped to. You know, it's 20 days later. And day like, seven, well, then day eighteen. Well, what then happened day in that? And then it's the last day, and you're like, well. I mean, yep. like they'd sort of go in, but but I mean, I would think that the that if I'm writing this or and this is this so this is like armchair quarterback, but you know, Kirkman makes The Walking Dead work because it's about the people. Like to me, the interesting thing would have been how do they survive in the house with no light and 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 no, no food, food and, and like the person that was that was yeah. I mean, that was when I read the book and when I saw the movie. In in the book, it's even more jarring. Mm-hmm. 
um, for some reason, because all it's like the vampires come, they're mastering the town, cut to two, two weeks later, and there's a bunch of people living in, like, I think it's a basement in the, in the book. Yeah, it's a basement. But it's like, yeah. how did they get there? How did they survive? How did right, the yeah. vampires not find them? It's not a big town. Like, that's never explained how this army of vampires doesn't find these people. Right. Um, it's a little more explained in the movie because they pick a, they pick a boarded up house that looks like it's empty already. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll say generally, and generally hiding. I thought, they pick a boarded up house and they're hiding in the attic that's well concealed, a la Anne Frank. But like they, they that they added that like justification as to why they couldn't, the vampires didn't find them. Well, know? actually, you right, which which was more sense in the movie, but in the books makes no sense. Yeah. In a in an Arctic area, uh, if the ground has got permafrost, then they wouldn't have a basement. So it makes more sense. Yeah, that's to actually have them. that's actually a very good point because I did notice all, all the houses seems to be built. They like you could you could slide over the houses and up. hide under them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's so they did a little point. more research for the movie than they did for the book. So that was good. Yeah. that was good. Fascinating. I um I will say I my feelings are similar to Josh's. I'm I'm more of a horror fan. I'm not like a horror for person, but I don't. I will go to horror films and, and usually enjoy them. I haven't really been since the whole Saw craze brought in the ultra horror. Yeah, the, the, you know, the movement. I haven't really been to any of those movies, but um, I, I liked parts of it. I, did, I thought a lot of it was really hokey, but I didn't feel like I wasted. I didn't feel like I'd wasted my time like I did with Ghost Rider or, or or movies like that. Like I, I didn't feel like it was. It was like a, it was all right time. I mean, I, I, think, I agree with you. I mean, I don't think it was a complete waste of time like Ghost Rider. I think it was, it was, Ben Templesmith's art is a very difficult art style to kind of translate to film, much like Frank Miller's was with 300 and stuff like that. I think that they, they did it without over, trying to overdo it. You know, like they kept the, char- the vampire character designs, the teeth and stuff like that. And, a lot of, and I feel like a lot of the movement was inspired by Templesmith's, you know, kind of movement. So I thought that was good. I think it just always boils down to story. And like, what was really interesting is that what I thought, what I th- there there were two major changes to the movie from the comic that that kind of irked me. The first one is the fact that the main character Eben and his wife are in the book. They're both they're both sheriffs and deputies in the police department. They're together and they're happy and everything's fine. In the movie, for some reason, it starts off she's a fire marshal and they're separated. Yeah. And it they and I it, feel it like didn't really add anything to the movie except to add sort of cheesy a reconciliation little. in the middle of the vampire attack. Exactly, exactly. So it didn't serve it didn't serve the, the stakes any. I mean, if he's if he's madly in love with his wife, you're just you're going to be just as worried about her surviving as if, if we'll yeah. get back together. Now, I do have to say that I was afraid that because of that change that they were going to change the ultimate ending of what happens to Eben and how he kind of he, he saves the town, but I was glad to see that they didn't change that. You know, because if they change that, I know, I know so that that ending sort of caught Josh by surprise. Yeah, totally, no, I totally. thought that was a good choice because I didn't expect that to happen. But I, and yeah. at that point, I was thinking, "Wow, uh, they're effed." Yeah, exactly. Um, so that that was really good. I will say that the the little sort of mini climax before that, when the burly out of towner dude, the yeah. big Hager the guy, yeah, yeah, whatever, um, his ending was so anticlimactic. Yep. Yeah. And like it was such a waste. Like it yep. basically, he's like, "I'll take care of it," and he goes to make the big sacrifice. He's driving that his giant uh, rig, and and there's vampires are all following him. And then he drives into a building, and I was like, "Why did he do that?" Yeah. And then I get, was, "Oh, he's he gonna was... blow them all up." But then he blew up two of them, and I was like, "What was yeah. the point?" And he was taken out. And, a he bunch did, of them. and then he didn't even die, and I don't think the ones he blew up even died. Right. And then he too. pops out, and he's he's standing over the dynamite when it explodes. He pops out. He's a little sooty. Yeah, I yeah, that yeah. I will say this: I really liked the look of it because it's not often to see a movie set in small town Alaska. Mm-hmm. Right. I like that. Yeah, and for some reason I just I enjoyed that it wasn't like another movie set in New York or L.A. or wh- wherever. 
Mm-hmm. Well, smooth as that. You know, I was, it, was, it was nice to at least be in an environment that was unusual. I yeah. agree. In that sense, that, that sense, I like that. Um, and I, I like how that informed the characters, too, a little bit. Like, yeah. we live here. There's a reason we live here. I mean, that, I mean, all that stuff's a little hokey, but that's just horror movie conceits yeah. or whatever. But no, I think you're totally right. But so, so then the, the other bit that they left out for the comic was that in the comic there was a, a conflict amongst the vampires, is that the vampire yeah. who gets the idea to come to Barrow, and he brings a bunch of vampires, and that's when they take over the town, and then like a week into the 30 days, they're like the vampire leader comes, and is like, you idiot, what are you doing? You're exposing us. We spent, you know, we spent hundreds of years making them think that we don't exist, and now you've, you know, and that's why they burn the town, all that kind of stuff. I thought that conflict within the vampire sect was going to be the bulk of the middle of the movie, and that's what like that was one of my favorite parts of the comic. I would have loved right. to see something about the vampires. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. Know, like, and one there's of the, a lot more. Well, there was also, the book, there's a lot more of that in the book. Yeah, there's a lot more vampire, and the thing is, there's also a uh, overarching decision to make the vampires talk whatever language they were talking. And I thought right. that really took it, – it, it was creepy as hell, but it took away from the vampires themselves. In the book, they talk English, and they bicker mm-hmm. amongst themselves, and they talk, and they strategize, and you really see into the world of the vampire, um, which I thought was great. And I was like, this is really missing that. You I'll know? tell you something that this was mo- missing, and this is a horror movie thing, I think, is that they never set up the rules for the vampires. Like yeah. a lot of times right. – like going into a mo- movie, you need to know – and even if the the protagonists don't know the rules, like the audience kind of does, like we didn't know where they were from, what they were doing. What kill a vampire? Yeah, right. I mean, like well, and I think it doesn't... a part of it. Uh, well, they address that in a part of it because they, when they when there was a moment when they um they kind of they they need to they're going to move locations, they need distraction. So uh, Josh Hartnett's character uh, goes to where somebody's growing pot and has like ultraviolet lamps, and they're saying, you know, we'll you know we'll we'll shine the lamps on them. That'll be like sunlight, and that will kill them. And somebody's like, you know, we don't even know if they are vampires. We don't know if that's going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I think there's a realistic aspect of like vampires don't exist, yeah. so of course they can't be vampires. So that's why we can't see into their world. You know what I mean? No, I know um, that, but I, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, like, I would, I think I, it's just like a conceit. Like you kind of need to know the rules of what we're working with. Yeah, no, I agree. and we yeah, never found out either. Because uh, I think that was meant to, I think that was meant to play into the suspense aspect. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, but, but I, see. but um, why, like, they, why were they, why did they used to be in a German techno band, and why are they right. attacking now? Right. Exactly. Yeah, and, that, and that's and that's what and that's what they took away from the from taking away the inner bickering of the of the vampires themselves. Um, you could have easily lost, you know, twenty minutes in the middle of the humans. Yep. Which was a lot of it was really repetitive. Yep. To, to focus more on the vampires. Yeah. I mean, they I were somewhat interesting. That was a real miss. I think that was. But I got to say though, this Houston guy, the main vampire, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. never tired of watching him walk through the town looking completely confused with his mouth agape. <laughs> like, his, like, his standard look, it was like, it's like, I know he's supposed to be the badass leader and stuff like that. For me, I'm like, he looks lost. He looks like he doesn't know what's going to be around the next corner. Like, there, was, like, there was a couple of times where they were focusing on, like, one vampire walking around, and they were trying to move, like, serpent- serpentinely. Yeah. And I was yeah. just like, it's, it looks like a bad acting exercise a lot yeah. of times. It, like, yeah. maybe just back off that a little bit, I, I think. But again, like, I, I don't know like... anything about those characters. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did like the violence aspect of it was somewhat realistic. Oh like yeah, it wasn't too over the top yeah. when they hit, when they cut people with axes, their heads didn't just get lopped off. They had to do uh-huh. it three or four times, which yeah. I understand is, is what has to happen. I um, and I liked the, the whole massacre in the middle where there's guys running around with shotguns trying to shoot off vampires. I thought that was handled somewhat realistically. Mm-hmm. 
and it, and it looked good, and it was also sort of matched. There was a long overhead tracking shot where I thought that that looked. I thought, well, technically speaking, it was a good-looking movie. I yeah, thought, no, I thought the I action was, scenes were a little close up at times, and it actually was a little jarring. Well, that's the fighting scenes, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of, which is like it works for some things, but I thought it was like they were taking that hyper-moving thing a little too. And I was like, okay, I can't look at this anymore. But I might yeah. be old. Yeah, maybe. I mean, there was. There I also was, was impressed with that. There was one action scene that was really hyper moving, and that really got to me. But other than that, I was okay with it. So, yeah, I, like, I was also impressed that they had the, he had the little girl vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was good. I thought they were gonna they were gonna chicken out on, but they actually did it, which was that was freaky. I was I was like when they did. So I mean, go out the limb and kill a little kid. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I think we're in agreement that I mean, it looked really good. Although I gotta say, I could never live in that town because I couldn't take two hours of the darkness, much less thirty days. Jesus. <laughs> um, but um, and I like that aspect of like people were leaving the town because they can't take the thir- the thirty days of darkness. Like I thought that was right. a cool aspect. But yeah, but I think it looked really good. I think it was shot really well. I think it was you know there was I mean I it was it was there was tension there I was you know scare there was blood stuff like that. It was good. I'm not really into horror movies, but I think ultimately the problems with the story and the comic still persisted in the movie. So which I I wasn't surprised by. Yeah, it was it was a relatively faithful adaptation, taking out the vampire stuff, and also that weird subplot in the book about the people trying to prove the vampires existed, which didn't serve any point in the story whatsoever. Yeah, and like the the vampire um, hunter person with the helicopter, who yeah, yeah. That, that whole thing. Yeah, but yeah, but and and then I, the th- and the I I know I shouldn't you know be surprised or care about the change in the, the relationship between Eben and, and Stella, but for some reason that just ticked me off from the get-go. No, it didn't serve any purpose to have her be the fire marshal, which I usually think, okay, they're changing her job, which means her job is going to be important somehow. Yeah, and it wasn't. You know, there's a reason to make her fire marshal, something that there'll be, there'll be some, some portion of being a fire marshal will help them survive. But it, it didn't, and it was arbitrary. She could have easily just been a deputy. Yep. Yeah. And having them be estranged didn't serve any purpose to, yeah. to make it. Let me, let me ask you, you know, this: Did you did you feel that the that the movie suffered from like the complete lack of any humor or any lightness? No. Okay. I mean, I just I was odd. I don't remember. I don't see movies a lot that have just nothing. Like there was nothing. Uh, well, I don't no. think there was anything that I don't think there was anything to laugh about in this movie. I well, mean, that's the thing. I, you know, I mean, like, no, I mean, it's and it's funny because that's a really good observation, actually, Josh. Because so many movies that we see and so many stuff like you know, Shaun of the Dead and well, and that's a and and well, yeah, but I mean, that was you know, comedy slash zombie flick or whatever. But like, you know, a lot of them do have a, a bit of horror. I mean, a bit of comedy to them. But like, you know, it's kind of it almost taints viewing. And that the, there are movies that are just straight out horror and straight out drama. Yeah, I mean, you probably you don't see a lot of those horror films like unrelenting. You know, I mean, I, I don't, but I don't know, because like, suppose just for example that you're stuck in that basement or the attic forever, you know, like they're there for weeks. You know, at some point somebody's gonna go nutty or get oversleepy and crack the tension just at least a little bit here and there, and you can use that to lead to greater tension. Just sometimes. Uh, I don't know. I think I think sometimes comedy is a crutch and is something that that is a way to like you said to break that tension. But yeah. like, I think I think they were playing up the realism a- angle of it. And on, I mean, honestly, I mean, I think that among the three of us, we tend to joke around a lot and stuff like that. Put me in that situation, I don't think I'm cracking jokes. I, I'm, 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 well, I'm I dead am, already. and then you're getting I'm, mad at me. Yeah, I'm dead already. And, and then you, you are. We're tossing you out of the street. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you wouldn't last two weeks. I mean, two days, Josh. We'd probably be like, here, take him. <laughs> <laughs> How was your theater going experience, Ron? Because Josh Mass was very interesting. Oh, mine was fine. I went in the middle of the afternoon on Long Island, and there was nobody in the theater, so I had no complaints. Had, first of all, we had a bunch, We had a whole group of little little kids. Yeah, nice. Which, Cause, cause that which makes I think you're scarring them for life. <laughs> 
taking yeah. them to this movie. Yeah. Uh, nice. And then three or four seats down from Josh, we had the couple who one of them must not have been able to read because <laughs> the woman was reading the subtitles to him quite loudly. Awesome. In, in Spanish. Oh, even better. No, she wasn't. She wasn't translating the people what they were talking. So I guess he couldn't read English. And then, and then, t- twenty minutes before the end of the movie, they left. <laughs> yeah, they left right. They which left really right pissed me right. off even more. Yeah. Uh, they get to the Utilidor, which is the weirdest sounding yeah, building name that, ever. Yeah, irked me. But as soon as they got there, no, the Utilicorridor, Utilidor, yeah, Utilidor, yeah. As soon as they got there, I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Well, no, yeah. as soon as I <laughs> saw that Toothy thing at the beginning, I was like, ooh, that's going to matter. And it didn't. They didn't yeah. really do anything with it. Yeah, although although I knew that I knew that when they sh- as soon as they showed that somebody was going to get thrown in there. No, I so. know that, but yeah. I thought that that like when they show it that early, you think that that's going to be the climax of some way. That's going to be yeah. used like that's a key. Well, it's somewhat it, was. I mean, that's how they killed the. That's how he, that's basically where the whole you know he got yeah. blood. That's where they killed the, the Matt Pinfield vampire, and then yeah. where yeah. Uh, where Cat Stevens got his arm ripped off. <laughs> this this joke will get five people get the joke, but I enjoyed the Jay Adelson vampire. <laughs> Yeah, I did too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I kind of got that, but not really. Uh, you know, it's funny is that I did. Were you? Were you, you like freaked out or scared by this? I wasn't like startled very often. I wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't very scary. Well, I there think, was a couple of parts, startling parts, were, but the, the standard like you know the monster jumps out, but it wasn't like. Uh, I also, it, I you know having read the book, I knew kind of knew. Yeah. About yeah, halfway but, through, it seemed like they were keeping very close. They kept pretty close. The stuff they took out, I took out, but the, the actual main plot line was relatively close. I kind of knew how it was going. Yeah. So I just think it could have used a couple more horror movie scares. Yeah. That doesn't change the plot or anything. It's just like bring the camera well, in it, real it, close and then hit a music it's almost, a little, it's almost less of a traditional horror film than it is sort of like a... Um, it's almost like an action movie with yeah. horror. Yeah, yeah, I agree. No, it's more like they were being the town was being invaded and they were all being killed, but it wasn't like there was monsters lurking in the darkness. Yeah, I thought they did. I thought they did the beginning with the not seeing the vampires really well. I thought they that the, once we finally saw the vampires, I thought that was a good enough payoff. So, yeah. Yeah. anyway, I would say go watch Blade. <laughs> uh, I still haven't seen Blade, and I still have no desire to. So, yeah, I, I turned Blade off in the middle. I can't. I can't watch yeah. it. But I think if you like the book, you like the movie. I think if you like horror, you'll probably like this movie. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm sure horror or the book, probably not not into the movie. I'm sure there's a huge population of people who are going to love this movie. I wouldn't be surprised if it's the number one movie this weekend. I'm sure that you know the the fans of the book are are uh, should be the fans of the book should be satisfied by it. I don't think there's anything yeah. that that's wholly dissatisfying. If anything, it's just like oh, I wish there was a little more. You know, at the same time, and hopefully. Same yeah. time, I wanted a little more and a little less, which is ironic. Hope, so. Hopefully, this movie allows Ben Tellsmith to draw two issues of Fell a year. Yes, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> well, so that was uh, our, our views of Thirty Days a Night, and thank you, Josh, for uh, sucking it up and going to see it. We know, you know, we Connor. It had... wasn't so bad, was it, Josh? It was just nothing. I would have rather watched my TiVo. <laughs> you don't even have. You don't even have TiVo. Whatever DVR. Uh, <laughs> I would really. I'm. I'm really like. I'm really looking forward to seeing a good comic book movie because I feel like it's been a while since there's been one that's been really good. I have no idea what we're looking at. Iron Man and Dark Knight, I think. Yeah, I mean, well, I just feel like every time Those we do these, good. I'm like, this was a shitty movie. And, like, that's not true, but we weren't doing them when they were really good. Yeah, no, we didn't. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess so. so. No. I mean, like, I wanted, like, like, I wish we'd done one for Hellboy now. The, and you, you poo-pooed it when it came out. I don't so. believe we had a show then. <laughs> no, I don't think we did either. And I but... did go see it in the theater. <laughs> and I liked it. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so it's thirty days a night. Go check it out. Um, and if you, this is for some reason your first podcast you've stumbled upon. Normally, we're talking comic books. And go to ifanboy.com and check out the Pick of the Week podcast and uh, ifanboy uh, video podcast where we talk comic books all the time. So I guess now we get we get a little bit of a layoff until next year. I guess right. There are no other comic book movies that I know of. So well, hopefully. 
Hopefully. Yeah. No, there's there's there there's um there's Persepolis, the animated movie. That's oh out. right, yeah. Oh, interesting. Is that getting a theatrical release? I think so. Oh, okay. It was cool. the festival. Well, we'll look into it. All right, so um, so hope you guys enjoyed the movie. Be sure to go to ifanboy.com and uh, there'll be a po- there's a post about this podcast. So you can tell everybody what you thought of Third Days of Night, what you thought of the movie. If you're a fan of it, let us know. And uh, until you know our next week's pick of the week, uh, I'm Ron. I'm Josh. I'm Connor. I was and... afraid of the cell phone delay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. East London is a vampire. It sucks the giant out of me.